Hello and welcome to the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, where the air is thin and the only coast are lake shores. I'm your talking head, Jamie, and joining me this week for the Sports Report, he may have left his heart in 2021, but his head's right here with us. It's Chad. Wow. You always make these sound so epic. Then when I come in and say hello, I feel like it's such a letdown. <laughs> Good I'm happy you're here. I had to wing that one because I cut and pasted our intro from last week. That's awesome. And that's not what it said last week. <laughs> good, good, good uh, ad lib there. Congrats. Thank you. Mr. Improv himself. That's me. And <laughs> we are happy that you're here with us. So we did not have the sports report last week. That was just the holidays catching up with everybody. But we are happy to be back. And Chad, really quickly, I wanted to do um, a while we were away. We lost John Madden as almost everybody knows his his uh documentary came out over Christmas and then well how would you describe it Chad uh John Madden or the documentary I was trying to set you up for a boom he's gone boom Uh, I don't know I don't really get too like emotional about any sort of celebrity um whatever level that they're at but John Madden kind of aligns perfectly with, um, you know, like growing up as a kid, like starting to watch football games. And you just knew if like John Madden was was doing the commentary on the broadcast that you're watching. It just felt like a big game. And um, yeah, I don't really, you know, again, like I said, I don't really get to whatever mushy about celebrities, but I don't know after he's just was always kind of like a jovial guy and just kind of watching some stuff in that documentary and just seeing how he treated everybody and just kind of how simple and kind of like a down to earth fellow he seemed to be. Um, Yeah, he will be missed. Um, He left like a, a, a big legacy for everyone to kind of follow and read about. And if you never got a chance to really catch prime John Madden, well, doing a game uh, you really missed out um yeah that's all i have to say on that <laughs> yeah get no. all mushy on me now don't get all mushy no i think you said it perfectly um i just he's one of the if not the best broadcaster to do it and talk, talk about a full life man i mean you you look up the definition of full life in the dictionary you'll probably see john madden's face so that's that's awesome that he got to live several lives um but, oh, I had a point. Where was I going with this? Ah, uh, no matter. Yeah, um, even as a head coach, though, John Madden, it was like he brought, he took the Raiders, I think, to the AFC Championship game like seven times out of his, like, what, 10 or 12-year career as a head coach. So, mm-hmm. and then he just quit. He's like, it's it's enough. I've had enough. So it's kind of amazing when you can kind of see somebody go through that and be so successful. So I think it is a sign of the best, though. It's like Dave Chappelle after making the Chappelle show, he's like, I made the greatest sketch comedy show. I, what more do you want from me? Yep. I'm walking like away. That. Perfect analogy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> walking hand to hand, hand in hand, Dave Chappelle and John Madden. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Only on the Midwest mountain sports report. <laughs> All right. Well, did you watch the winter classic St. Louis blues at the Minnesota wild target field where the twins play? No, but I read about it. Okay, <laughs> as close as I got. But yeah, well, I'm, I, I'm sorry, Jamie. Like when it's when it's NFL season, I'm just dialed into NFL. I can't pay attention to anything else. 
that's fair. I had a bit of a complex because hockey's been away for like a week and a half, specifically the Avs and the Wild. There were a couple teams in there who were playing like a game here or there. I, maybe Buffalo. I don't remember because I kind of tuned it out. Honestly, last week, it was it was a weird just all around with COVID. Um, I mean, they were doing the right thing, keeping it safe. But for fantasy hockey, it was a disaster because I just had players. We'll, we'll get to Final Fantasy. I'm getting ahead of myself. The Winter Classic was played at Target Field. It's 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 outdoor hockey. It's it's like the outdoor hockey game of the year. They've done it for I don't know a few years now. I think most of them have been played by the Bruins, maybe the Hawks, but the Wild have been in there for a couple of them. And it was like minus ten during the game, and that was all the broadcasters talked about. Um, which was funny because isn't that what you want an outdoor hockey game in winter to be? It's it's like. You know, if you're from Minnesota or the places where they play hockey, Canada, Norway, Sweden, it's like, yeah, that's why we play hockey, because it's super fucking cold and we need something to do to keep us warm for, you know, four months out of the year. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Enough said. Yeah. So just that irony was not lost on me and not much to say the Blues schwacked the wild. I think they got like four or five goals in the second period. Um and my notes were these goals look like pond hockey goals because they are. I think the Blues' first goal just it it didn't leave the ice. It just like slid right through the five hole. Um, yep, it is pond hockey. That's why it looks that way. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just think these colder games are, you know, harder to lose. You know. Yeah. You know, with the Winter Classic, I wish I had like a screenshot of like my tweets or whatever social media post when. Um. Oh, never mind. That was that was post dated. I was gonna pat myself on the back, but I was gonna say when the Twins opened up their new stadium, I was gonna say they should have an outdoor hockey game. But the Winter Classic started in two thousand and eight, so never mind. I stepped on my own touchdown call. <laughs> <laughs> That's older than I would have guessed, though, for the Winter Classic. Just to throw it out there. Um. Then. Thank goodness hockey's back. We got the Avalanche on Sunday, their first game back in, I don't know, what what feels like a very long Omicron break. They played the Ducks. I joined with like four minutes left, which was the perfect time because it was 2-2. And then rookie Logan O'Connor just buries the game-winning goal, assisted by Nathan McKinnon. Thank you, Nathan McKinnon. Thank you to my fantasy team. And then Nico Rantanen put away an empty netter like a minute or minute and a half later. So that was pretty sweet. Great way to start the new year for the Avalanche. Um, and then did you No, you wouldn't have seen Broncos and Chargers. We didn't we don't get this game. No. Um, nah. Yeah. No, real Tell quick. There's not it. I, there's not much to say. I, I just I watched the highlights um, and the end of the Broncos season. They uh missed out on a playoff berth due to this game. Um, and just further evidence that I, I don't know what we're doing with Vic Fangio and Drew Locke. I, I mean, so in the first and second quarter, I think they were going for it on every fourth down, you know, which the metrics back it up. And I'm sure some would say, oh, finally, a conservative head coach going for it. But, you know, at some point you you have to put points on the board. And this was kind of that situation. Um there was a yeah at the end of half because um, they, they'd missed one or two in the red zone at that point. And then right before half, 
you you have you bring out McManus for a 61 yard field goal and they're they're down like I don't know 17 nothing at this point so you're telling me you're going for it on every single fourth down except for when you're 61 yards away and you're not going to throw Hail Mary with Drew Locke like the one thing he can do is throw the ball far I just I don't understand anything and then it happens again in the third quarter this game is not in hand Melvin Gordon scores a TD on fourth down it's called back for an illegal formation and then the Broncos kick a 23-yard field goal. I just I don't I don't even know where to go anymore with this team. <laughs> it's Sounds it's incredible. Like poor game management and that's all up to the head coach, so I agree. I you know, I think this might be the year where uh, you know, the defensive head coach guys get to maybe get the boot. Fangio for sure is gone. Yeah, I just just to waste your defense like that. It's such a disappointment. But speaking of defensive head coaches, maybe getting the boot. Do you want to tee off the next segment? Uh, my Minnesota Vikings. So I don't know. Not much to say. I mean, disappointing season. Um, the Packers game actually before the Kirk Cousins COVID call, I was like thinking like the Vikings are probably due for an ass kicking and with with Mannion coming in like it was kind of sealed the deal. Mm-hmm. I really don't think that game would have been much different with Cousins. It just I don't know. It seems like poor game management again. Like the kind of play calls he would do with a backup quarterback that had like one day of practice with your squad. So yep. I don't know. It I just think it's it's the end and as far as play playoff hopes went like as soon as the Eagles beat the Washington football team on Sunday. It was pretty much over because then the Eagles had that final spot and or took the Vikings spot. And so like now the Vikings would have had to beat the Packers and the Bears and the Eagles would have to lose next week versus the Cowboys team that really didn't don't need to win now. Their their seating is pretty much set too. So yeah, I think I, I don't know. I don't I don't really want to call for change. Not that I'm some like NFL genius, but I just hope whatever <laughs> happens is like the best for the future. Cause making the playoffs now once out of the last four years is kind of disappointing, not having any football and playoff football in January. So, yeah. well, and j- just with the offensive talent, at least to justify their, um, you know, a spot in the playoffs, which they have. It's, I think that was so frustrating about the game. I turned it off maybe at halftime. I was just like, life's too short. I can't do this. Um, <laughs> but to see him roll over and die was, I think, the worst part. It, it's, uh, I was listening to Paul Allen um, yesterday in the car, and I can't remember who he had on, but he made the point where he was like, don't you just want to see like Sean Mannion throw five picks though? You know what I mean? Like if they're going to go down, at least go down swinging it and slinging the ball. And I was like, yeah, at least, <laughs> at least throw to Justin Jefferson like 20 times. Yeah. You know, find something that works, you know, exactly. I mean, what do you have to lose? Yeah. So, that's where I was kind of disappointed. They just didn't go ahead and play the rookie that they drafted. Oh, um, Mond. Mond. I mean, Again, if you're going to go down, go down swinging. I mean, and if that one, if he has a bad game and if that hurts his ego and he like it destroys his career, then 
he's probably not going to be a great quarterback or a good quarterback. So why not? Why not give it a shot? He has legs. He could probably get you some, like, uh, you know, some running plays out of him, change it up, do something different. You got to, in a game like that where you're kind of, like, handicapped or whatever, you have an arm tied behind your back because of your quarterback situation, you got to, like, switch it up, do some trickery or something because you're going against one of the best teams in the NFC. So, you know, you just go out there and kind of lay an egg like the team gave up on him. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was watching just to see like, well, I was like, had I had like the game like on silence on my phone and I was trying to watch the matrix, uh, resurrection <laughs> movie while I was folding uh-huh. laundry. And I was just like, <laughs> I was just watching out of curiosity just to see how many points that the Packers would score. Cause even though like the, the Vikings, you know, like Kirk Cousins out cause of COVID cause he's a, um, didn't want to get the vax it's like the defense like the starters are out there for defense and they just kind of gave up i mean they had some good stops early on but yeah yeah just overall disappointment so it seemed fun, like it's fun that both both of our teams got eliminated the same weekend so that's awesome right we can <laughs> yeah we'll uh, we throw one back together. after the podcast and <laughs> bid farewell to our teams yeah, it well, and it seemed like um, watching the first two quarters that the defense really was kind of doing their best. I mean, it did seem like they were trying, and they had they held the Packers to um, a couple field goals, had a, a few good stops, and then I think when it was pretty clear that the offense didn't show up for work that day, they're like, "All right, you know what are we doing here? We've we've done what we can." Yeah, I don't know. Plus, I d- I hate the pack. And if they were going to get the number one seed, I just wish it wasn't against the Vikings. I hear that. (laughs) I hear that. Well, Chad, there's always next year, perhaps with a new coach, perhaps with a new quarterback. But, um, I mean, the playoffs should be exciting, though. This kind of feels like a year that a team, I don't know, I feel like almost any team could probably get to the Super Bowl. I agree. So um, I agree. Yeah, we're we're kind of ad libbing here, but do you have an AFC and NFC uh, Super Bowl pick or or two of them? Just with the COVID weirdness, we'll give each other a a buffer. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I was trying to look up our picks from last time. I thought that might be something good to go into for our next episode, since like the everything will be set as far as playoff teams go and. Oh, cool. Until then. Yeah, let's save it. I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, Did you have anything else about the Vikings? Anything about their season? The last game? No, it's just disappointing. A lot of talent on the team. And yeah, it's just I don't know. I, again, I'm not like an NFL genius, but it seems like a lot of those close games where they probably could have should have won. I think that comes down to coaching and motivation and kind of those key moments in the game is having your team ready, you know, at least as a leader Mm -hmm. to handle those situations. And it just seems like they failed in almost every one of them. Yeah. So I would agree with that. And I, and I think that there's numbers (laughs) to back it up with points given up before halftime, like those final two minutes. 
Yeah, it was. I can't remember what the point total was, but it was like the worst in the league. Yeah, so. it, it's actually the Giants have the worst in the league. They're they're uh, Vikings have to be right there behind them. But yeah, the Giants number is astounding. As far it's, as like points given up or points given up in the final two minutes. Points given up in the final two minutes. Really? I thought. Yeah. Okay. I thought it's it's um, like seventy six to nothing or something. Oh, the Viking! I think it was like 120, over 120 points the Vikings have given up in the final two minutes of each half. Whoa. Okay, each half. That makes more sense. But we'll, we'll fact check this. We'll come yeah. back. It's it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Sheesh. Um. All right. Well, we are going to rest in peace. 2021 Minnesota Vikings. Rest in peace. 2021 Denver Broncos. It was mostly fun. Sometimes not, but thank you for the laughs and the memories. Um, and for the memories. <laughs> uh, hard transition to a new segment. This is Hot or Not, the part of the show where Jamie asked Chad if a certain professional athlete is hot or not. I have no rules or agenda. Just take this where it goes, Chad. So, okay. Cam Talbot, goalie for the Minnesota Wild, hot or not? Um, I would say not. I mean, I feel like that team is uh, is at the is following Murphy's Law right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, maybe a bunch of it like not not their fault, but yeah, with the COVID stuff and the winter break and everything has been kind of disastrous for this team. So, I would say not. I would agree. He's given up six goals in his past two starts. And I, I was just thinking of his, uh, he wore a palm hat, which I loved over his goalie mask during the winter classic. And I thought, oh, he looks cold, which means he is probably not hot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, thank you. Uh, Kirk Cousins, hot or not? Um, I would say not. I don't recall if we had this conversation at the beginning of the season, but knowing that he didn't get his vax is that eventually it would come to bite the team in the ass. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. It's probably better that he didn't play the game. I would say not though. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. And leave it to that, not that decision not to get vaccinated to come down to the week where they needed to make the playoffs or they needed a win to make the playoffs. Like that's that tracks for their whole season. <laughs> yes sir yes okay aaron Rodgers, quarterback for the green bay packers hot or not mm, okay you're gonna think that i have my purple tinted glasses on for this but i'm still gonna mm -hmm. say not and my only reason why is statistically i would say he's hot but generally i would say not uh, just because my wife when i had the game on uh the other night Aaron Watt Rogers like mug came up on the screen. And then she's like, what's what's Aaron Rogers deal? He, he looks like a bum. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say not. <laughs> Aaron Rogers, get a haircut. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, OK, last but not least, Antonio Brown, former wide receiver of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, hot or not? I would say not. And 
I just was watching some sports clips early this morning. I didn't realize that that happened at the middle of the game, him like freaking out and leaving. Yeah. I thought that I was thought the it, end of the game or after a touchdown. I like, thought it was like, the like you know, like how they come on the field and practice before the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. I would say, well, obviously not, but um, I, I saw this. This isn't my take. Somebody, I saw this on Twitter is that, Saying that Antonio Brown, do you remember when was it Vontez Perfect of the Cincinnati Bengals? I don't know how many years ago it was, maybe at five or six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. It was a playoff game, Bengals versus the Steelers, and Perfect just laid out Antonio Brown. Um, it was like an overthrown oh. ball. It was like a really late hit. Kind of. It was yeah, he laid him out. It was pretty bad. It was a it was a playoff game too. Cincinnati had the game in hand. It was like a fourth down play, an errant throw, and Perfect just lays out Antonio Brown like for no reason. Yep, and it was ended up being because he's perfect. Yeah, and, uh, nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> but yeah, in that game too, it's like Pittsburgh then got the first down due to the penalty. It put him in the field goal range, and Pittsburgh ended up winning the game. But somebody put out that and AB hasn't been the same since that hit. And there's somebody was saying too, is like, we'll probably never find out until after he's dead. They do like a brain scan and probably find out that he has, uh, uh, what's that? CTE. CTE. Yeah. But yeah. I don't, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird, but yeah, yeah. it's kind of, kind of sad situation. I know that's the thing. It's, I just, I feel bad for the guy. I mean, it's, it's easy to like, you know, do the meme thing and, oh my God, look at this guy, which I'll be honest, I did on Sunday when it first came out. But dad, the more you sit and think about it, it's like, yikes, that's not behavior that one in their right mind would engage in. Mm-hmm. So it's too bad. Hopefully Antonio gets the help he needs. Um, All right, Chad, anything else before we jump into Final Fantasy? Nope, let's do it. This is every week we do Final Fantasy, where we give you fantasy football advice, observations, and suggestions. And with the fantasy football championships commencing this week, it is the Final Fantasy for the football year. So the past two weeks, here's a little uh, victory lap for us. We recommended Amon Ra St. Brown, uh, wide receiver for the Lions, and Rashad Penny, running back for the Seahawks. A man of my word, I picked both of them up off of waivers, and they combined for 57.9 fantasy points for my team in the fantasy championship in which I was victorious. I have three-peated as a champion in this league, achieving the final fantasy football turkey, if you will. Yeah, looking at your roster when you go over it, I really have to question the people that are in your league. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of talent you're going up against, Jamie? I'm I'm really really concerned. The people that you're playing with just don't have the pedigree. Here's here's the thing. <laughs> I got really lucky last week. I I should not have won. There were a couple. If there were a couple uh, teams that definitely should have beat me. I think I I squeaked away with like 91 points. That that garbage time Steelers touchdown to Deontay Johnson was the reason I won. Um, but yeah, this week I just absolutely dominated. And um, the guy I beat, he had a ton of the players on the top fantasy players for 2021. 
Like he had his running backs were Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler. So he had a really good team. Um, but I mean, this week, the the donkey punchers were were not to be stopped. Um, God, that's an awful name. I know. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> and it's going to go on our fantasy trophy three different times. Uh, so just because I, this is our this is our podcast and nobody cares about like anyone else's fantasy football team. That's a fact. But since it's our podcast and I won, I'm going to tell you my championship winning roster. So quarterback, Josh Allen, my wide receivers were Deontay Johnson, Amon Ross St. Brown. My running backs were Aaron Jones and Rashad Penny. Tight end was Travis Kelsey. I had David Montgomery in my flex. My kicker was Nick Folk for the Patriots. My defense was the Patriots. On my bench, I had James Conner injured. A.J. Dillon did better than Aaron Jones. Gronk did better than Travis Kelsey. And Keenan Allen, who technically I think did better than Deontay. So, not a bad week, if I do say so myself. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. And so, real quick, I just I had the top five fantasy players for two, 2021 in each position. Um, so, I'm just going to go through them real quick. And then, if you have any observations, let me know. Um, at quarterback, in order, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Um, I think the only one drafted in the first rounds was Mahomes and Brady. Uh, Herbert was lingering around there, too. You could have got Burrow or Brady later, though. Running back, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, Leonard Fournette. Um, wide receiver, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. Tight end, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey. That one hurt my feelings, man, to see Mark Andrews leapfrog Kelsey. George Kittle, Dalton Schultz, Kyle Pitts. Kicker, Nick Folk, Patriots. Evan McPherson, Bengals. Justin Tucker, you know. Daniel Carlson, Raiders. Matt Gay, Rams. And your defenses were the Dallas Cowboys finishing the season strong. The Patriots, the Bills, the Colts, and the Saints. That Saints one is a shocker, man. Wow. That one surprised me too. That I, I feel like they were lingering in like the eight or nine points each week. I think they only had one or two like pick six, holy shit, there's 20 points games. I feel like they were a solid floor for the whole season. Mm-hmm. But the wow. Cowboys shocked me. I think like they've been carrying this team for the past five weeks. Their defense has. Yep. Yeah. Especially, you know, because I'm a secondary Cowboys fan after the Vikings and. Yeah, defense carries. I hope that can get his stuff together before the playoffs start here. But I agree. Yeah, those are those are. Yeah, that Saint, Saints one is the only one that really kind of sticks out to me. I'm shocked. Good yeah, the, the two things I noticed um, was, well, like I mentioned, uh, Travis Kelsey no longer ending the season as tight end one. That hurts my feelings just as he's my he's been my favorite fantasy football player the past three years. The staple in all three of my championships um, and then running back. None of these guys were drafted in the first round, you know, so here's your case for zero running back. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler, those were guys at the turn. I remember early round two. But yeah, Mixon round two, Najee Harris round two, Leonard Fournette, maybe even round three or four. Mm. But yeah, I mean, you think of Dalvin Cook injured, uh, Christian McCaffrey injured and out, Saquon Barkley injured and awful. Um, Gosh, Zeke underperformed. 
Um, but I think he was right there after Fournette. I think it went Fournette and Zeke. So he would have been your best first round option. But do you, if you want to share, but do you, what's your draft strategy? Do you have like the. I, I guess I would just say value at the, at the position you're in. So this year I drafted fifth. We do a snake draft and fifth sucks because if, if I'm drafting, I want like second or third. I don't like the pressure of the first round or give me the end. I, I'd like to draft eighth because then you double up on your picks. Um, but I remember, yeah, so the first round I had to take Aaron Jones, who I had last year and who I like, but I, I didn't want him though. You know, I wanted Dalvin Cook. I wanted Kamara, but those guys were already gone. And it was like, I kind of had to go with my second choice or pick early. So like round two, I took Travis Kelsey. Um, you know, that's early for a tight end, but he's my guy and he produces. And then I drafted Josh Allen a little. It felt a little early at the time, but it turned out to be okay because he was the QB one. Um, so yeah, then after that, it was just like take value where you can kind of thing. Like David Montgomery, he was a really ugly running back for the season. If you just look to, at the week by week numbers, but his, you know, his touches justified, he get, he get like 20 touches a game. And it's like, well, you kind of got to do the math on that one. Just grit your teeth and put him in your lineup. You know, it's not pretty, mm-hmm. but he's going to do it. Same thing with Keenan Allen. Like a lot of these picks are analytics picks. You know, Keenan Allen didn't have the 20 point blow up game, but each week he had like nine, 10, 12, 15 points. So yeah. that's same with Deontay Johnson. He was my most consistent guy all year. I don't think he was lower than seven points any week of the season. Mm. So and and I just play the waiver wire. That's the big thing. It's it's less draft, more waiver wire. Um, Like I, I would love to do a show where we look at like the top for performers, like the last six weeks of the season. Because that's where your Amon Ross St. Browns will show up. That's where Rashad Pennings will show up. You know, your Patriots right. defense. Mm-hmm. And that that's how I won, honestly, was just the waiver wire. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, when it comes to, I don't know, sometimes I chuckle at some some people's draft strategies, but um, I'm a knucklehead. So, <laughs> but I always, I always do, like, I rank, like, with, like, the top, like, 50... I kind of like really hone in on then I do like an overall like top 100 like when I actually do a draft myself mm. and I just take the next player available from that slot. So, um, oh, so you have your own tiers, your own list that you're picking from. Yeah. So I don't care if it's a running. I don't care about position. It's uh-huh. I mean, unless I have like three running backs, but it's like rare that it works out that way because I'm just going by who's going to score me the most points. Right. Yep. I don't care what position it is. So um, that's what I do. Best play next next best player available. <laughs> I, I like that. That's what I do, too, honestly. And here's a big one. Here's I can't believe people haven't caught on yet. Your kicker should be your last pick. No question. Like mm-hmm. guaranteed someone will reach for Justin Tucker in the draft. Guaranteed. And as we've said before, you don't yada yada your kicker. But here's the thing. Daniel Carlson, last pick in my draft. Evan McPherson was not drafted. Nick Folk was not drafted. Mm-hmm. You know, it's these are these are moves too you make on the waiver wire, not in the draft. Yep. Bingo. Yeah, get a flex guy instead with yep. that later round pick. So I like that. Yeah. Um all right. Any other fantasy football comments? No. I'm I realize that I I am now after the entire season is over that 
I think I'm going to go back to fantasy football next season. I was going to ask if you missed I it. Need, I, I need, I needed the year off. That's for sure. Yeah, no. And that's good because you don't want it to be, you know, I don't know. I want it to be something I love, not something that I have to do. Yeah. Not a chore. Right. And I'll probably just do one league, not three. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, I think t- two was okay for me this year. I had two teams, family league and then friends league from college, and that that seemed like enough. Yeah. Any more than that, and you have players that you have on one team playing different, like your allegiances shift, and it's, I don't know, not as yeah. fun. No. Yeah. Well, agreed. All right. Well, before we wrap, so we'll, we might do a bit more of fantasy hockey for Final Fantasy going forward. We'll see. I don't know. They Omicron had the Final Fantasy hockey season on pause for the past two weeks. So I just kind of cut my losses there. Um, I had a ton of abs and wild players. I wasn't going to drop any of those guys just to win one week. So that is it for this week's Midwest Mountain Sports Report. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Chad. Have a wonderful week. Thank you, Jamie. Bye. Bye.